The motivational speaker Jim Rohn famously said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. I think we need to update this idea. It's not just about the people that you are in protein form with, like friends or family or coworkers. It includes your media diet. It includes people whose podcasts you listen to or YouTube channels you watch or actors or authors, whatever you're consuming. And the thing is, you might spend two or three hours with a podcast host every week and their voices between your ears. Do you spend two or three hours with your best friend every week? You might be getting more influenced by that podcast host and the content and the guests that they have on. And that's not necessarily good or bad. It's just something to be aware of because your media diet impacts your creativity, your thoughts, your mood. It's garbage in, garbage out or quality in, quality out. This relates to the law of averages. There's also the show me your friends and I'll show you your future derivative of the five people we spend the most time with idea from Jim Rohn. Still applies. I would just update this for the way that we're consuming information, which has become a lot more digital. So when they say you're spending time with, keep your mind open to realize it's all the information you're consuming. It's not just your five best friends. It's the voices in your feed, the podcasts between your ears. Parasocial relationships are impactful. They are very realistic. I mean, in the brain, they're perceived to be almost the same as having an actual relationship. Like I watch Good For You podcasts with Whitney Cummings probably at least three or four hours a month. I feel like I know Whitney. Whitney doesn't know who I am, but I know her personality. I get a lot out of that show. Other shows as well. I listen to Huberman. I listen to sometimes Rogan. I mean, some of the big guys. And then, you know, lately I've been listening to Invest like the best with Patrick O'Shaughnessy. Excellent show. He interviewed Kevin Kelly, who is the co-founder of Wired. This is maybe one of the best interviews I've heard in probably six months. I'll link to it in the show notes. I got a ton out of that episode. I'll talk more about that later because it's not exactly on topic. And I'm trying to keep this show a little tighter. As you've noticed, I did some experimental YouTube videos where those got to be like nine or 10 minutes, the past four episodes of this show. This episode, I'm doing audio only because Frankly, I just don't have the energy to do video today, and I wanted to get this out for you. So what I'm going to do going forward is some episodes I will also make YouTube videos, but not every single one. And it's kind of messing with my algorithm, to be honest. And I put a lot of time into my YouTube channel, so I don't want it to get too unfocused. This show, as you know, veers to all kinds of topics. It doesn't necessarily translate to keeping things focused on YouTube, which that audience wants. I've got 5,000 plus followers there. And you guys are looking for different things. So this is it'll evolve. Hang with me and I'll, I'll let you know what I think and recommend even. Bottom line, you know that the inputs you have, whether it's media diet, people in your life, friends, colleagues, co-founders, people you deal with, the more that you're exposed to them, the more that you absorb their thinking, their styles, even the speech styles. Let's listen to the way you speak. Who do you sound like? Do you sound like you or are there little bits of people you've met throughout your life? Sometimes I'll get on the phone with somebody new and they're like, where is your accent from? It sounds kind of Midwest, but then you'll hear sometimes there's a little twang. Like I've spent all my adult life living in the South, Atlanta, Texas, and I've had other influences, but it's interesting how it all comes to a full package, right? In the way that you speak. I like when people speak in interesting ways that are unique. And on that speaking note, one of the reasons you may enjoy listening to my voice is that I've had influences throughout my life from different parts of the country, different accents, different styles of speaking. And just, I've picked up on them. Sure. I'm sure that they have somehow worked their way into my 
natural speaking, rhythm, sound, tone, pacing, pitch, cadence. Something that makes a podcast interesting to listen to is when somebody doesn't sound monotonous. And this can be learned. In fact, I have a video where I interviewed my friend Laura Larios. She was a client for Beetle Moment Marketing. I gave her some coaching on voice marketing. And she's a nervous system expert. We talked about tips for making your voice sound better and more impactful, i.e. if you're speaking in a professional setting, have you ever noticed that people ask you to repeat yourself or your ideas, you feel like they're not landing? It might be because of the way you're speaking and presenting. There's just tonalities and ways to master your breath where they'll hear you better because they're going to think she's authoritative or confident. Uh, this idea is important. I'll put a link to that YouTube video in the description. Check it out. In closing, you are the average, not just of the five people you spend the most time with in person, but of probably the five to seven influences you have, a mixture of in-person and media diet. So input carefully. Talk with you guys next time.